if you need me on time. All right, here we are. Episode seven. Seven of these. And seven? Wow. We're still doing it. Oh, my God. It's happening. I thought we gave up. Yeah. I felt like we gave up after episode two. We, we talked to Gobi and we're like, we're done. But we're like, no, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep talking to people. And I feel like the podcast has gotten better. Uh, I agree. So let's let's talk about this. So this is sort of a state Bye. of the podcast episode. Bye. It's just let's me and JR. It. We're just shooting the shooting the S. JR, how are you? Uh, yeah, what do you mean by S? Um, we are shooting the uh, sh- 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 S words. What's oh. the, what the, I couldn't think of, couldn't pull an S word. Uh, shiitake. Ooh, mushrooms. Ooh. Shooting the shiitake mushrooms. I'm Shishudo, Shishudo peppers. <laughs> I thought it was shishito. Shishito peppers. Okay. Well, anyways. We're off I'm, to, I'm fantastic. Off to a great start already. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this has been the podcast. It's just me and you talking. And this was much like episode one. But since then, we've mm-hmm. talked to five of our relatives. And it's been pretty interesting talking with them. I don't know. Have you had any observations of, of what it's been like since we started this whole endeavor? You know, it was, it's a lot, it's been a lot easier than I thought it would be. I thought it would be like, oh man, maybe this might be, uh, it might feel forced. Mm-hmm. This could be hard to go on for an hour. And obviously it's been hell easy to go way over an hour. Yeah. But Dude. it's real, it's cool to see your text messages of, hey, I want to do this, come into, you know, this. Yeah. I can't believe how easy it's. Well, I mean, it's taken some work, but generally this has been a pretty easy process. So thank you for hopping on board. And it seems like we've been able to kind of get everyone in gear pretty quickly, like uh, including the artwork from Kayan, which was incredible and still is incredible. Yeah. And and then, you know, even booking guests has been, I mean, obviously we're just, you know, going into our, our immediate pool of family, but it's been a lot of fun. And I feel like one of the intents has already come to fruition and that's to reconnect with family. And I feel like I've been texting and communicating with you and our other cousins and my mom and everyone so much more since we started this whole project. So that's been kind of fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's been super fun. It's been, um, I, I, I'm still not used to explaining what it is to friends. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what do you mean you have, a, like, they go, what do you mean you have a podcast? What does that mean? Like, what are you talking about? Then I, yeah. I kind of have a spiel now. I have to kind of go through your idea, mm-hmm. your kind of like uh, your uh, the mission statement, the mission statement of it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting used to it. It helps. I definitely yeah. think it helps because yeah, a lot of people I think a lot of people I'm realizing don't know what a podcast is. They really uh, and they think it's something that's like uh, you know when they hear podcast they think of maybe the most popular podcasts like the NPR ones, the ones that are like super produced. That have like yeah you know, cereal know, yeah like cereal and it's like well we're not doing that but um well some of them some some people to my surprise deleted the podcast app <laughs> like they're like one yeah yeah they're, I was like oh you just click on your podcast app and you just find me and they're like oh my god what do you mean I kind of deleted things and I forgot you can delete Apple I feel like yeah. Apple has stuff on your phone that you'll never you can never delete aka yeah. the u2 album do you yeah. still have it on your phone it's still on my phone steve the, the u2 album 
Yeah. <laughs> Why can't you delete it? I can't delete it. Every time I go on, I even go into iTunes. I try to delete it. Uh, my cloud. I don't know how to control my cloud. Don't ask me how to control. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. But YouTube keeps coming back, and I don't. And I notoriously don't like YouTube. Yeah. There's something awful about some of those apps. There are insidious, and it feels like a horror movie. It feels like, you know, insidious. It feels like the movie Insidious. Yeah. But <laughs> for some reason, the podcast can 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 be erased. Nobody knows what it is. They don't it's know how it works. Yeah. I don't even know how you upload stuff, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. It's 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 pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, what do you do? Well, how do you get something onto Spotify? Okay, this is easy. So you create an account on something, and so the the something that I chose is a website called Podbean. Podbean it hosts your site, your podcast, which basically means you can upload the audio file there. You can you can put in mm-hmm. the artwork. You can uh, enter the title of the episode and uh, and and the description, mm-hmm. and then you just hit publish, one button, and then there's and another, what it's magically on iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, there's Spotify for Spotify. It's actually really easy. There's just a, one additional click, like uh, that's within the Podbean website. And then for iTunes, you have to go to iTunes and there's an option to submit a podcast uh, right there in the iTunes store. It's really easy to miss or to not and, see. And uh, there's no there's no one kind of filtering shit. It's just if you click your shit, it'll be on iTunes and Spotify. That's that's the feeling I get. They say it's being it's being reviewed and it takes and it'll take up to three days for your stuff to get published. But in my experience, within a couple hours, it's up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, all right. You know, cool. So we're pulling the curtain back on how simple it is to, to do a podcast. Right. So, so what, what I'm finding with telling people about, yeah, what we're doing is that I have a, I have like, if you th- imagine one circle, that's like my, the group of people that know me. And then you have one. That's circle. like four people, right? Right. I don't have a lot of kids, me and your wife. Yeah. I'm very, it's very sad. Your mom doesn't even know you. No, barely. Okay. And then there's another circle in my life of people who listens to podcasts. And what I'm finding is those, the Venn diagram or whatever it's called, where, where the circles overlap. Mm -hmm. It's a a very slim piece, a little slim slice of overlap. And it's in that slice that people might like the podcast. <laughs> right. So, but, it, yeah. But I, I am finding that there, I do have a handful of friends who listen to everyone. Same. They text me. They love it. Same. And, and surprisingly, I do have a couple of friends who absolutely hate it. So, right. <laughs> or, right. Or, or don't, 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 don't hate it, but just don't understand and, and, or don't uh, want to have any part of it. But it seems sense. like, it That's me like, and Malika, right? Yeah, exactly. I know. Like, Please don't ask me to do anymore. <laughs> I hate. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I, I have a, a small slither of friends who, one, even have the time to listen to a podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some people don't even understand how people listen. Like, how do you even sit and listen to something for an hour? Yeah. So, and then, and then you find the people that can. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, my buddy Paul, mm-hmm. he lives in LA. Paul. What up, Shout Paul? Shout out to Paul, Paul O. 
you're listening, you're probably driving to he he currently works for Netflix. So he Oh. He drives to the Hollywood Netflix office, which is like less than 10 miles from him, but it takes him 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's when he listens. Yeah. But not everyone has that commute. Right. Yeah. For for someone like me who's a parent, I fu- What? There's some, there's oh my God. You there's are? something. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry to spring it on you. <laughs> oh my God. Um, there's something that I've or there's a new concept that's kind of been around, I guess, a couple of years called found time. And I think with, uh, mm. with technology and the way th- things are, where, where I'm finding time is doing the dishes or folding laundry or, and then of course, during my commute, I'm finding that that's like a great time to listen to a podcast. So, so, so you know, basically something that, that I can do without, without visually paying attention, without having to like watch a screen. Okay. So I listen to a lot of podcasts and it's kind of become, it's become my sort of favorite genre of entertainment. <laughs> like I probably listen to more podcasts than I watch shows, you know what I mean? Um, or play video games or, you know, any of that. So um, it's, it's, it is astounding to me that, that, that it hasn't caught on because I feel like it's such a great genre. And, uh, and so I feel like we're also, we're making inroads with our family. We're exposing them to this great new genre of media. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even have a commute most of the days. I work from home a lot. But mm. I usually am here's my my found time is I usually am the dude driving people around. Yeah. I have a a Geico car and it's sweet because I get free gas. Wow. I kind I kind of have unlimited miles on the thing. Uh-huh. And I don't have to put gas on other people's, you know, shit. So I'm usually the guy that's like, hey, we're going to go all the way over here. Can you drive? Yeah, sure. And no one else can drive, so it's always me. Why can't anyone else drive? No one – you are not. You can't drive the Geico car. Only I can drive the Geico car. Oh, interesting. Right. Yeah, man. Oh. So, I mean, lately it, I've been doing that, and it's all, it's all about true crime, baby. Fucking killing, people killing other mm-hmm. people. and mm-hmm. Murder. Murder. murder it's mm. good i don't know i don't know if you're into that stuff steve i know you're sometimes you you can be a little pussy yeah <laughs> my wife still calls me that um <laughs> we've been we've been hey, watching we've been watching uh handmade tale and i didn't Ooh, think a show could be yeah i didn't think a show could be heavier or gnarlier than game of thrones and then handmade tale is like hi it's, i heard it's good over oh. here Hey, look at us! Hand, hand me the hands made's tale. I can't watch that show, Steve. I I saw like twenty minutes of it. It's just too heavy. It's. I think it's really good. I think it's really important, but it's it's crazy gnarly. So, but yeah, in general, I only like to watch dumb dumb stuff. Like really, okay. in, like look like really Instagram. That's about all I can handle. Mm-hmm. It's like Instagram mm-hmm. feeds and YouTube. Speaking of which, I did want to ask you this. Fine, what ask are, me. What are your three favorite Instagram feeds right now? So it, my, my three are really weird. Yes. Um, it's, a, it's an account called My Cringe. It's, what, what is that? It, so it's a sub account from another meme account called Tinder versus Reality. So he kind of posts like really dumb shit. And then he started another account that originally was <laughs> my cringe tattoos or something where he would only post like really bad tattoos mm-hmm. on people. And then it slowly turned into like really like just cringy videos of awkward ghetto, whatever, anything cringy. Yeah. 
And now it's kind of turning into just you. Have you heard of that app, Musically? No. It's it's so odd, but it's so fascinating to me. It's like huge amongst like little tweenies. Mm-hmm. They just kind of record like a ten second clip of like a music clip, but they're not singing. They're just lip syncing to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like people post like right. like shit, thinking they're they're cool, but you know we were old and you watch it and it's so bad yeah and so most of it has turned into musically which now is tiktok i guess it was bought by like snapchat or i don't know someone bought it and now it's called tiktok so there's that my cringe and then my cringe uh and then my cringe so, so wait of, wait so so ahead. it's my cringe because it's like when you watch it it's kind of cringe worthy like watching them do these musical acapella yeah. things yeah okay. like Oof. just it's like just so bad yeah and then so he sometimes will give credit to other people and he gave credit to this other dude named quadrant or a girl i don't know who if it's a girl or a guy but quadrant (laughs) quadrant almost is like that overachieving like student of mike cringe who really digs into musically and finds like the worst shit on there (laughs) so quadrant really is posting like 10 times as much as my cringe does yeah so it, he's really given me like what i want yeah. you know what i mean it's bad okay music please and i think if you were to ask me my number three it's probably just a mix of like everything else sports and you know yeah. sports memes and yeah it's been dry lately but you know i love i love a good sports meme so yeah. if, if you had to guess how many follower or how many things you follow do you Too do you much. You have an, an idea of Steve. It's so bad. Is it within? Is I, it in the in 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 the thousands? I think it was almost at a thousand once, Ooh. and then I didn't look. I didn't care. I would just follow shit that I liked. And then yeah. one day I, I bothered to look how many people I follow, <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit!" I feel like over a thousand is way too much. So I actually purposely went in. Hmm. Uh, I don't know when, kind of recently, and oh, yeah. started unfollowing things that yeah. I was like, uh, this is not funny anymore. Who is this? This is yeah. like a weird artist. Uh, I, I unfollowed a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that feels good. It's, yeah, yeah, it does feel good. I don't know, but it's, it's high. How about yeah. you? For me, I, well, I mean, I'm kind of opposite. I kind of keep everything clean. Like, so like I'll go through and unfollow things probably like a couple times a year, if not once a season. Um, <laughs> So I'm 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 in the low hundreds for sure. I'm I'm probably at like 105 something like that. Okay. So you I'd, send me stuff a, a few times a week and yeah. usually it's been like crazy volcano videos. Mm-hmm. I do like I I've been shots. getting I've been getting into nature. So I've been what like watching a lot of volcanoes, lava flows in Hawaii, you know, crazy <laughs> things in the ocean, big waves. You're a late uh, bloomer into nature. I wouldn't, I was, I've been into nature yeah. kind of all my life. And now you're, totally. why now? Why yeah. now, Steve? I don't know. I think it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely city living Steve and I don't like nature in general, but I, I don't know. I like seeing it on Instagram. I like seeing, you know, the, I like, I like seeing other people on a boat floating in the Antarctic. I don't want to go, but I like watching them. You know, you strike me as a dude. And let me know if you would do this or not. Uh, you strike me as a dude who would do Naked and Afraid. You know that show? Naked and Afraid. I had never seen it, but I feel like that's my life. Well, I'm, <laughs> I, well I mean, I'm just... Yeah. 
for sure the second part like i'm afraid of everything oh yeah i'm afraid of that giant bear behind you <laughs> but i feel like you would do it it's like yeah. you it's like you go out into nature for like as long as possible naked mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just film you yeah you'd be good at that i'd, I'd be good at it for sure because i you know i would i would uh be really entertaining because i i would legit be freaked out and scared and uh yeah, it would it would make for you know great. How to make fire? Would you be able to do fire? No, no, can't do any of that. What about like water? What do you like? What's, nope. what's, the, what's the first thing you do for water? Uh, go to my Berkey. What's a Berkey? Berkey is kind of like a cool guy East Bay charcoal filter. It's like <laughs> wait, you don't have a Berkey, Steve. You're naked. You don't have your Berkey. You're thrown into the forest. You don't have a Berkey. So I can't. I can't bring my Berkey. <laughs> no you can't bring a berkey man you're freaking naked all you all have right. is your hair i'll give you your glasses okay? okay i'll i will call someone to bring the berkey like with your voice you're just gonna shout out loud in the forest well no i'll use my phone you don't have a phone i don't get a phone on naked and afraid <laughs> no man okay it's just straight ass cheeks dude okay you're I'll, not gonna okay and so and i can't drive anywhere you can't drive Give me your day. You think you could do seven days? Seven days out naked and afraid? Seven days. No phone, no Berkey. I don't think I could do seven minutes, man. <laughs> you no. can't do seven minutes. No. So you would just like, ah, like run right <laughs> out back into the, ah. Yeah, like you would see, like, like, you know how you can make a comedy video that's like, uh, you know, in the first clip, it's someone that's, that's like, man, this is, this is awesome. This is easy. And then it's a smash cut like one minute later and they're screaming and they're crying and they're spitting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, that would literally be me. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a comedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How long do you, do you think you could last a couple of years? Come on. No way, dude. You said seven minutes, right? I think yeah. Maybe like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I can bad. see that. Oh, I don't know. I have a little bit of my, my dad's blood in me. I could maybe yeah. get away with it. Your dad, yeah, your dad's a legend. He but I can't be, I can't even like, like shiitake in the forest. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I've been camping before. I've been backpacking and I hold it in, dude. I'll hold it in until we get back into civilization. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how much is just like lodged up in my colon. It's just how gonna, unco- uncomfortable you are. Yeah, I'm not going to go out into the darkness of the forest and like bend over next to yeah. uh, a freaking sequoia yeah and do my and, thing. and like no no offense but you do look like the kind of guy that's always holding in a big shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you like just walking around and you just always kind of look a little clenched in the shoulders and uncomfortable yeah 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 it's a curse it's a gift and a curse <laughs> yeah i like it i like yeah. it well if uh see if i had to guess my yeah definitely my favorite instagram feeds right now are probably uh chris D'Elia. i check his stuff a lot I really like uh, nut shots. I don't know why. Like nut shots seems like <laughs> it's it's very it's very America's funniest home videos and and it feels sure very yeah. silly. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I love it. And then probably well, I recently unfollowed the cannabis squirrel for for one week. I was really into the cannabis squirrel, who's this guy who I, I don't know if you followed him at all. I definitely did not follow the cannabis squirrel. The cannabis squirrel, he's like this guy, he seems very red statey, 
but he uh, he's he's very wild and likes to put mustard on everything and he squirts mustard in his oh yeah his eyes it's like not like my thing yeah and i and i for for a couple hours i got really into the into the canvas where i was like this guy's next level he's he's really up to some good stuff and then for six weeks i followed him kind of lukewarmly until i realized that you know i i, I can't do this anymore okay <laughs> but there's a lot of that on, on instagram all right i like it and sometimes i wonder will it always be there will will we always have instagram to scroll through i, I can't mean, say for sure yes probably not no you know? You know, like we we used to we used to be all about MySpace and be all about Facebook, and those things have kind of gone by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Seems like even Twitter is going that way too. Yeah. What's yeah. next? Uh, Filipino <laughs> Filipino time. Filipino app. time is next. Yeah, we'll we'll make our own social media app. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. All right. So bringing it back to to the pod, uh, the state of the pod. I was thinking about like what's like what has worked. Like, you know, so, you know, the categories of what's worked and what's not worked so far. Mm-hmm. I feel like what's worked, mm-hmm. I really like the family questions. We started family questions, I think, just a couple episodes ago, and that's been awesome. Yes, it really gets people involved. Mm-hmm. I think it, it it gives those people more reasons to listen in on the yeah. pod. Mm-hmm. Our family and friends. <laughs> For my question to be asked. Yeah. That's how they talk, right? Oh. <laughs> Always. Not, yeah. <laughs> so, why is everyone so annoying with the way that they talk to us? Oh my God. I can't wait for my questions to be asked. Ask my question. Ask my question. Don't ask his question. Ask my question next. Yes. It's so annoying. Oh. Right? Uh, I love that segment. Yes. I love that segment. And I also, it's, it's subtle, but it's not so subtle. I love your new mics. Hey, man. Thank you. So, I appreciate it. Uh, if you've listened, yeah, if you've listened to all the episodes, you'll you'll notice at episode four, our 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 sound quality just got like whole, a whole shitload better. Bazam! Because Jr. got some sick new mics, and now we're just like firing. Shit, yeah, Tucky. yeah. And, and thanks to you, I asked you mm-hmm. like, hey, what do I get? What do I get? What do I get? And then like four Amazon clicks later, boom, Bam. we Bam. are in. Yeah. So apologies to Malika and Gobi who came on uh, for, for, the, uh, for the bad mic episodes, but thank you um, for your sacrifice. And those ended up being solid episodes still, but yeah, def- definitely we've gotten stronger, I think, these last three. All right. Yo, yeah. So l- let's talk about what's not worked. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's not a lot. I feel, I feel like we're all, hitting... All of Jonathan's episode. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, garbage. But um, I feel like in general, we are hitting what our goals were, which is just to have fun, talk to our, our relatives and get a sense of their personality. Like I feel like everyone who's come on, they've shared, they've, uh, they've uh, had a good time. And so I think that's a, that, that's a real goal. And then in a couple of the episodes, for sure, we got a lot of really good and interesting family stories to archive for people to listen back to. And um, But I, I think... The big thing that hasn't worked is a couple of the games. And so I think we're going to retire a couple of them yeah. being autocorrect, which yeah. was a fun idea in concept, but just got really clunky. And right. It's, doesn't, it's, it's not like great when you're listening. It's fun yeah. when you're in it and doing it. And yeah. it's actually more fun when you see the words in yeah. the text or something. Yeah. But it's so, not so much when you're talking about it. 
Right. And, and the same goes with staggered stories. Staggered stories is a great in the car game or a, a game to play. If you're killing time while you're in line at, at an amusement park. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But um, it's ended up that it wasn't a great listen, unfortunately. But, yeah. um, but, but I think we, or at least I got fooled because I kind of thought it wasn't going to be that good. And then our first, the first one we did on episode one was so fun that I was like, oh, this might actually work. But then I think just that one was just kind of a fluke. Right. Yeah. Winter it was Wonderland. A fluke. Yeah. Yeah. Winter Wonderland. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. But for, yeah, it's the, the, we want the listener yeah. to enjoy it too. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, so, Bye. <laughs> We're all done. Okay. No, I want to talk about the numbers. So we, so the cool thing about Podbean and all these things is it tracks how many people are listening, downloading. So uh-huh. I want to. Uh, so you uh, have statistics. I have statistics. Uh huh. So here. Wow. So I'd like you to guess. I want okay. you to make a guess. How many times has our show been downloaded? Downloaded. Mm. And this is. So, so these numbers are accumulation of every streaming yeah. um, mm-hmm. media yeah. that we're on. Okay. Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. Downloaded? Downloaded. Um, kind of surprised me. 77. 488. That's how many times we've been downloaded. So we're almost pushing 500. Is that what if someone messed up a download one morning and they had to re-download it? Is that counts, two? counts. Yeah, I, so I think counts as two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna assume it counts as two. I'm gonna assume that like if you hit play on it and don't finish it, it counts. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Is like 200 of those like an old Filipino person who just doesn't know yeah. what the hell they're doing? Thank you to thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you. The old or or ma'am, uh, but yeah. So I mean, that was four hundred. That kind of uh, surprised me. And the, the the other interesting thing is it also shows you where in the world they're being downloaded. And to my surprise, we have a number of downloads in in odd countries. We have two downloads in the United Arab Emirates. We have one. That's- in the, Okay. The Isle of Man, which I think is in British Columbia, and one it's download weird. in Italy. So props to what? Italy. We, yeah, we have, and then we have ten de- downloads in the Philippines, and then, okay. uh, and then, yeah, over over three hundred in the U.S. But I'm really curious about like the one in, yeah, like the Isle of Man. <laughs> there has to be an act, like it has to be some weird, like some like lonely dark, dark web shit. Yeah, like, yeah, and then okay. Yeah, some yeah, like like I, I I hope we're safe. You know what I mean? Like you can't how can you accidentally stumble across our podcast if you're browsing spot like you have to search for us. You can't yeah. it's not like on it's not like on yeah. the new and hot list. Yeah. Yeah, like the the only thing I could think of is like say someone is searching for like ghost stories and they search ghost, it might uh, pop up because in Jenny's episode there's like like in the description, she talks. You know, there's like ghost stories. Oh, so it, it like, could it, it could be something like that. But hey, I'm thank you. I'm, I'm going to assume that that person is now a loyal listener. Thank you to whoever, whoever you are out right. in the Isle of Man. Respect. It's most likely a man. Yeah, that would be pretty odd if if. Uh, but yeah, for sure, Isle of Man is a man. Okay, it's a man. Mm-hmm. So patriarchy. 
Come on, Isla Man. Get it together. They won't. Um, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Be a while. Um, can you guess our most downloaded episode? Uh, uh, I'm going to say Jonathan. Incorrect. The answer is episode six, the last one with, with your sister, Jenny. I think partially because we're on Spotify. Uh, she was the first one with, with us on Spotify. Oh, nice job, Jen. Yeah. Jeez. Crushing it. Yeah. And that was a, a great episode. I was part, I was partially really scared by, uh, uh, all the talk of the Duane days and, the. Uh, that was too, man. Yeah. Terrifying stuff. Okay. We, and, uh, as far, okay. J- just wrapping up a little odds and ends on the numbers we have on, on, on the Podbean app. We now have seven followers and three comments. And on iTunes, we have a, a five, we're averaging a five star rating from, you know, I think eight, eight people have rated us. So thank really? you. Yeah. Thank you guy. Thank you for rating. Hey, five star podcast so far. Oh That's how God. we're doing it. Yeah. And uh, the comments on Podbean are pretty f- funny. I think Jen had one that was like, I think she had just listened to the Gobi episode. And her first comment was like, this is really long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, a little bit of a shocker to anyone who, who doesn't listen to uh, the podcast. Okay. Um, all right. Well, hey, you know what? I do have some family questions. What? Yeah, I asked some people to to for questions regarding you. Oh, oh so, okay. All right. So, which intro do you want? Do you want um, Jonathan, Malika, or uh, mystery person? Mystery person. Okay. Here we go. Here comes family questions. Ah, ah beautiful. Yeah. All right. I hope I'm not related to whoever that is. No. No, that's like a disgusting person. Yeah, terrible, just, gross person. Just dirty, dripping. Yeah, like, so- like just soggy genitalia. Oh, oh yeah, just terrible. Wrinkly in the worst places. Mangled. Dripping. Yeah. Yeah. Deformed. Deformed. Okay, mm-hmm. but thank you. Uh, okay, so speaking of mangled and deformed, this question is comes from Jonathan. Oh, he wants he wants you to tell. Your circumcision story. Mm, okay. Yeah. This is a, this is a good one. I hope okay. you're eating. So I was not circumcised when I was born. I don't know why. I don't know if my dad was like, hey, <laughs> we don't have time for this. Let's just get the fuck out of here. I'm going to say that's why he did it. He's like, we don't have time. I have an appointment. I, I ordered some food at Jollibee to celebrate the birth of my son after my wife's mm-hmm. unfortunate miscarriage. We got to go. Yeah. We can't be cutting no dicks here. Yeah. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. So that's what he did. Wait, so I, 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 I have a question. Were, were you born at home or were you born at, in a hospital? I was born in Northridge right. Hospital. Northridge Hospital. And if you know who I am, my, my middle name is the R is Roscoe. The reason why it's Roscoe is because Northridge Hospital is on Roscoe Boulevard in the Valley. Okay? Mm-hmm. It wasn't creative. It's just the street outside. So I was born in the hospital. <laughs> they didn't cut my dick. We left. Okay? <laughs> and that's how I was for a long-ass time until I was like, uh, I don't know, 11 or 12. 
And that's when my dad started warming it up to me. Oh, I don't God. know if he really warmed it up. He wasn't real like 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 smooth about it. Yeah. He's like, you know what? We're gonna have to circumcise you soon. Wow. And I think the first time he brought it up, I freaked out mm-hmm. because I, I kind of knew what it was. Yeah. And I think when you grow up as a Filipino kid, you only hear stories of how they do it in the Philippines. You put your dick on a banana leaf and like some you're st- <laughs> you stand in a line. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn you put your you lay your dick on a banana leaf and they have a machete and they just fucking they cut it off okay that's in my head how a circumcision was supposed to be so i was i had a bad i was freaking out about it and i had never done i never i, I didn't like the doctor i had never gone and and done a surgery mm-hmm. so i think i was so freaked out and i cried and whatever and i think my dad was like oh shit he was i can't <laughs> i He's a fucking pussy. I'm not, I'm not going to do it now. So I think he waited till I was like 12 or 13. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a couple of years later. And then he brought it up again. And I, you know, I had a, a, my balls grew a little bit bigger, maybe a couple millimeters larger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let's, let's, let's do it. I yeah. think maybe medically I knew more of the benefits. Like, okay, it's right. cleaner and whatever. Right. So I said, I agreed to do it. So we, we go to the doctor for the initial, like, I guess, screening. For it yeah. right so okay listen jonathan you asked about this story so i'm going to tell you the details yeah. all right yeah. so when you go for a screening if um you you don't get it cut the first time you're there they, they they tell you to pull your pants down so i pull my pants down and i didn't know the doctor was going to do this actually he didn't do it he asked me to do it he goes all right i need you to go and pull the skin back uh-huh. <laughs> And then I'm like 13. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean pull the skin back? Because yeah. if you know, <laughs> we've all had it. We all know what a dick looks like. But if you're not circumcised, it's if you have the foreskin and it's kind of, it just like, it kind of looks like a, like a turtle's head or like something. A, like, a, like I imagine it kind of looks like a demogorgon, like from Stranger Things. Yeah. Or like a condom, but with a hole at the end of it. You know, it has a little like nub at the end, right? And that's that's like kind of loose skin. And I did, I didn't know that you can pull it back because in my head I was like, if I pull it back, I'm probably gonna like rip, yeah, the skin to for it to be yeah. able to do that. I don't know where I gathered the strength and courage to do it, but I did it. Okay, yeah, you pulled I, it back. I, I pulled it back, and I was looking down. I was like, holy shit! I, this, this is my first time seeing my dickhead like my uh-huh. uh, like my exposed yeah. the helmet the yeah yeah the spartan the football, helmet the full yeah. the football helmet gotcha the, yeah the thumbtack i don't know what you want to call it but and it was it was its first time breathing it's a, it was the first time oxygen touched it you did know it kind saying? of did it kind of like have like that star twinkle like ting yeah except that was probably just like you know dirty bacteria (laughs) (laughs) cling and it was really just like nastiness because you know one of the benefits is you know you it gets dirty under there you can't clean it so i pulled it back it was hella sensitive everything hurt and and then i i I forgot if he told me to pull it back up again but i think he was like all right leave it pulled back you need to get used to it 
being exposed. I, I'm not sure if that's the way it went down. Yeah. But all I know, it was hella sensitive. Okay. Yeah. So it happens finally. And I think the day it happened, Jonathan and the gang were all down. No. Summertime. <laughs> it happened in the summer? No way. It happened in the summer and you guys were all hanging out at your mom's house. Oh, God. And... I think it was like the first day Jonathan came down and I had not seen him yet. Yeah. So this was the day I got my circumcision and I got it done. They put me to, they put me asleep. Hmm. Um, I remember my dad pushing me out on a wheelchair when it was all said and done. And like when I woke up from it, all I can feel was this, um, you, you know, the feeling of a paper cut, imagine a ass paper cut on your, yeah, on your, that's what it felt like and so it was off i was exposed um it's really it's pretty gnarly okay if you don't want to listen you can turn it off right now but it was gnarly because they had to put stitches around that kind of that circumference that they uh, around where they cut and like these stitches were like not like nice clean sutures they were like it had the like the the, the needle sticking out yeah around. so it kind of was like a it was like, like Frankenstein, kind of. It was the Fra- yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like Frankenstein, and, and so it, it, and it went in a circle around the whole shaft, kind of. Right, right, exactly. Imagine if a car from Mad Max Fury Road was my dick. Okay. Right. That <laughs> actually, I think that movie was inspired from my, my dick. Yeah. I'm I'm picturing like one of the cannibals from like Last House on the Left or like one of the cannibals from like The Descent. Like if one of those guys was your dick. <laughs> right, right. Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, good. Like, hi, okay. Hellraiser. It was Hellraiser was in my pants. So yeah. for, I was for, circumcised. For how many days did did it hurt after? It didn't hurt much longer. It just okay. sucked having a gauze around yeah. it and all that shit. But I remember very clearly, I went to your house the same day I got started. Yeah, yeah. I kind of remember that too. And uh, But I, do you remember like what it was like to kind of, like, could you be active at all? Or, or did you have to like wear baggy pants or, you know, or <laughs> like jeans, a pillow? JNCO jeans. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what I was wearing, but I, but yeah. I, what I do remember is when I, I went upstairs and there was, I, I was telling Jonathan about it mm-hmm. and, I, and I knew I had, I, I was a fucking asshole. I, I knew Jonathan was scared of needles and I was telling him about the IV that was put in my hand. And I think I used a Capri Sun straw to pretend like I was doing it to him. And I think Jonathan ended up crying <laughs> because I kept teasing him about the needle and he fucking started crying. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry. I can see that. <laughs> he's sorry. like a free son yes <laughs> sorry sorry not sorry sorry not sorry well but uh, it, there you go that's amazing that's a great story um the, the you know the amazing part is like i wonder so obviously your dad and mom were probably having many conversations about it leading up to even talking about it uh with you so like i'm wondering i mean i'm guessing they were doing it for probably religious pur- purposes too right like sure uh, are your parents fairly? They're pretty Catholic. Yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty Catholic, Interesting. and uh, that's probably a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I really don't know why I it wasn't done. Mm-hmm. When I, there had to, I feel like it's money. I don't know mm-hmm. medical costs. There, I don't know. Well, that's amazing. Like I cannot imagine doing that at 12 years old. So you know, 12 years old is like 
seventh grade. And like at that point, you're like such, you know, most 12 year olds are. Well, and you know, people. oh, I was the shittiest of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was very, I was super insecure when I was in middle school. So I, I thought I was the only one who was uncircumcised. Right. But then later on in life, I learned, dude, so many of my friends haven't gotten done yet. Yeah. It's, it's, it's way more common. Yeah. And I thought it was. And are they I've, like, I don't really know, like, are, are they more insecure or, or ha- have times changed enough where, where, where nowadays it's like, Hey, whatever, man. I think it's, Hey, whatever, man. Now. Yeah. 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 So in retrospect, are you happy that you did it? Or do you kind of like wish like, 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 why did I have to do all that? <laughs> Super happy. Okay. Okay. Great. It's a good story. Hopefully you thought it was good. If yes, you it was I did. Disgusting, I'm sorry. But Jonathan asked. You asked, you're going to get an answer. Thank you, Jonathan. All right, here comes another one. Speaking of, of Jonathan, I, I, I want to hear him croon. He's, a, he's got a great voice. Here we go. Family questions. Here comes family questions. Thank you, Jonathan. This question comes from Bridget. You know Bridget. Yeah. She's a person. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. wants to know what was growing up in Panorama, Panorama City like. Steve, say it right. Panorama City. There you go. The most beautiful city in the world. What was it like? Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, and you, you could probably chime in too, Steve. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had, uh, you know, you had some experience there too. But Panorama City is fucking like, it's weird. It's ghetto. Mm-hmm. And no one's heard of it because LA is weird because it's divided into all these little neighborhoods and shit. And the valley gets even weirder because none of the city names make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Panorama City. It's not panoramic at all. Right. Maybe it was when there was nothing there. And then yeah. you have weird shit like Winnetka. Like, what is even a Winnetka? Yeah. Canoga Park. Mm-hmm. What is that? You know what I'm saying? There's Van Nuys. It, it, <laughs> nothing makes sense. The streets don't make sense. Lankershim, Zelza, uh, Nordhoff. Nor- Nordhoff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lassen. Yeah. We like it's almost like they're like, hey, fuck it. Yeah. I, we have a bunch of letters. Let's just <laughs> throw them in a pot, and whatever yeah. comes out, we're gonna name the streets that. Yeah, oh, that's a great idea. That's what happened. So yeah. I grew up in Panorama City most of my life, uh, but it, it's something you get used to. Uh, like, what are the big landmarks for for Panorama City? Is it the plant? You know, that big shopping center. Is that the main <laughs> landmark? It wasn't always there, but I mean the plan. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure it's been there for like 200 years. I'm, you're I'm right. Sure, I'm you're pretty right. sure the Native Americans made sure to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it not, started. Yeah, with an actual, the plant. It was yeah, it was just a plant, and there was no actual species. It was just just generic ass plant. Mm-hmm. That I mean, yeah, maybe. It, I mean, yeah. I, I would probably say maybe the mall, the panorama <laughs> is pretty bad. The and then there, there's also right next to the Panorama Mall, like, like notoriously, it's been closed. Montgomery Ward. Mm-hmm. It, it, that was like the Circuit City competitor. Yeah. You know what Montgomery, Montgomery Ward was? And it's, it's literally still, what? no one has done anything with that building yet. Was Montgomery Ward, was that like high end or was that low end kind of stuff? I would, I, I want to say more low, uh, high end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High end. 
Oh, interesting. Interesting. I could be wrong. I don't know. I was fucking young. I always like the the low end sort of uh, clothing stores of the San Fernando Valley, like like a Marshalls or a Nordstrom Rack. Or, Nordstrom Rack you know, is not that low end, but I know what you mean. Yeah, TJ like TJ Maxx. Yeah, I remember going to a lot of those as a kid and just thinking that this is this is life. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. You, Hi, hiding in the shelves or like the the curtain the 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 the, the, the clothes hanger thingies. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever went to anywhere nice until I was I lived in Santa Barbara. <laughs> then I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is luxury. Yeah, I felt like pretty woman, you know, like Richard Gere, like walking me around, like wow, this is incredible. Yeah, okay, man. Panorama City, it's panoramic. So it's not, yeah, sure, panorama. It's panoramic. What's great about Panorama City? I guess we could say the whole valley is mm-hmm. every every single fast food you want is within like two miles away from you yeah i'm talking we had like three carl's juniors around my house within a mile it's so stupid yeah Um, and and it's funny because like i remember constantly having diarrhea like all the time as a kid and yeah your pants are so dirty soggy i always had to wear brown pants and um i and and i just remember when you had green shit yeah yeah, the green burrito. Yeah, the green God burrito. Oh. I love I, I love the San Fernando Valley mashup fast food. Green burrito with the Carl's Jr. Pizza Hut with a Taco Bell. Like it uh-huh. never makes sense. Uh huh. But I um, think there's even a Long John Silver's in a KFC. Yeah, somewhere in the <laughs> It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, there's something about just having all that fast food around you that you just eat it. You, you think it's normal, it. and and you don't realize it's tearing your insides apart. Right. So thank you, parents, for for living in the San Fernando Valley. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's so weird. And there's so like, there's so many Seven Elevens in the Valley. There's so mm-hmm. many billboards in the Valley. Yeah. And that's just the Panorama City Valley life. Yeah. And I don't count the outskirts, like the nice outskirts, like Sherman Oaks and Studio City, and kind of mm-hmm. like way out right. west yeah. near the you know the 118 and the two or whatever. Yeah. That but that's Panorama City fast food. Um, when I was growing up, there were a lot of Asian gangs. That was pretty common. Yeah. Did you ever get recruited or did you have any friends that joined or that were in adjacent to an Asian gang? Uh, yeah, I had a friend, a buddy who I guess he was in one, mm-hmm. uh, but we were hit up a lot. Yeah. Like walking around to the arcades and back and forth. Me and my buddy, Steve would get hit a lot. Not you, but yeah. uh, like, just like, hey, where you know, where are you from, foo? And we would play like the the dumb, like innocent. You know, we're not from anywhere. You didn't want to say something like, oh, I'm from America. Like you don't want to say some shit like that. You just like, hey, like, uh, nowhere. We're not. Yeah, yeah. You basically just want just want to act lame, and 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 like, they're gonna dog cuss you. They're gonna make you feel bad, but they're not gonna right. assault you. And that's, they won't because it'd be a waste of their time uh yeah. to even do anything to someone like but that. they're gonna drop some hard f's on you they're gonna drop some Big hard time. uh h's and all you know any any kind of just derogatory term and then you just keep it moving and you just yeah that's it and there wasn't yeah. much else to do other than join a gang and yeah play with your ps1 back in the day there wasn't social mm-hmm. media or instagram yeah. just to, to scroll through yeah i definitely remember getting hit up but it was always like when I was like young, like seventh or eighth grade, like I didn't really get hit up in, once I got to high school anymore. But yeah, I, I definitely remember being at like a, a carnival 
and then like mm, some yeah. you know so i have be, a lot of those in the valley yeah there's always a carnival and so i'd be like 12 hanging out with my other asian friend and sure and then the two 14 year old asians would, would roll up and just just be obnoxious but yeah that was life that was life in panorama city and you get used to the like shitty drivers mm-hmm. kind of you know traffic everywhere roscoe boulevard's the worst <laughs> you kind of and like it's cool because the valley as you know steve is one big grid so yeah. you can kind of take any route you want to yeah. get from point a yeah to point b and that it, it's kind of the grid like i remember when i got my driver's license at 16 that that was that was my favorite thing was that i could just hop on roscoe drive for 25 minutes and be at your house mm-hmm. and and in that amount of time we could we would freestyle rap. We would talk, we would listen to things, Yep. get food and we can kind of do whatever you want. And you, you're, but, and because you're not going that fast, you know, like you're generally only going 25 to 35 miles an hour on the streets. It's like perfect for learning how to drive. Yeah. There was one but, time where I dared you to do the whole drive and not stop. You, yeah. you did it. There was uh, one, we, we made it. Yeah. You made it. There's a one dumbass time where Jonathan and I always said, Hey, one day we're going to walk from Steve's house to my mom's yeah. house which is about 11 miles and i don't think we really fathomed what 11 miles walking really yeah. is how long did it take we you did it. <laughs> we fucking did it uh, like three and a half hours three yeah. and a half to four hours and like That's we saw so some shit we saw a white peacock Ooh. in someone's front yard like we saw some like sh- it was fucking cool man hey the valley is beautiful the valley is beautiful but mm-hmm. some of, i remember some of my fondest times were yeah that time that you know so like Right when I turned 16 and, you know, I was pretty dorky, I guess, because I would hang out with you a lot and you were like 12. <laughs> but one of the things that we, we would do <laughs> is we would go to video stores and we would rent everything from Ultimate Fighting Championships. But then we'd also rent old Jackie Chan. That was the main thing. Yeah. It was always our goal to watch every single old Jackie Chan Kung Fu flick that we even knew of. Right. Okay. And so here, here's a little, this is like a mini game within the game. So we're, we're, we're kind of like inception. This is a, a little oh mini my game God. that's called, uh, what is this? I don't have an <laughs> opening. It's just, what, I can maybe make, what is this? Okay. So Jared, I'm going to play a clip and I just want you to just react. What is this? Okay. Ready? Here we go. Clip number one. Oh, chewy. I've seen guys smashing through bricks. Fantastic. Can your men do that? That's oh, very simple for us. Mr. Loon, show the young master how you break bricks. Right, the bricks. Okay, so Jer, what, what is that? That that snake uh, in the eagle shadow. That's right, Jackie Chan snake in the eagle that, shadow. That, what, that movie. We used to be able to recite the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically Mr. Lung. Oh, yeah. Mr. Lung. Wait, I think I think I have that clip. Mr. Lung. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically, it's and I think the history is that's like one of Jack or that was that was Jackie Chan's movie that really like launched his career. Right. That I was think- the movie where they he was like, I don't want to be a Bruce Lee clone. Mm-hmm. I want to do my own kung fu comedy right. mashup, and that's what where he really found himself. Yeah, 
and uh, and we found a copy of it, or maybe your brother actually owned a copy and left it for us. I can't, but I don't remember. But it was, a, it was a VHS. Yeah, it was a VHS, and it was dubbed into English. And the dubbing is part of the magic. It's so good. It, the, the dubbing is, is is so good. Here's another clip from the same film. Uh, just again, once we play it, just explain what it is. The preacher. <laughs> I'm not any sort of priest. I come from Russia. I'm a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> all right what is that so, so i there was this for whatever reason there was a a, a white dude he had long hair right he's whitey a, yeah he kind of white kind of looked like jesus right jesus looking white dude who i guess he <laughs> he was disguised as a priest but like late into the movie you find out he's a fighter like he very distinctly just says i'm no priest I'm a fighter. Yeah. And uh, basically, yeah, I think yeah. it's right at the end. He's like, um, I think Jackie Chan like runs up to him for help. And then the, and then the priest just like jump kicks him right in the face. And right. Super, like, he blocks him. And mm-hmm. he he dies really epically in that movie because yeah. I think Jackie Chan, I think he does like a, he does the snake style, but on his dick. Yeah. He does a nut shot hard on the priest. And that's how he dies. Man, I should get that nut shot and submit it to nut shots. Cause that, yeah, that's a great idea. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to hope it goes. I'm going to, I'm going to hope it ends up on nut shots. Find the clips. Find yeah. The, well, the funny thing is, so snake and the Eagle shadow it's on YouTube. I, I was <laughs> the whole movie, the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's fucking awesome. So that'd be easy. Okay. I only got one more and it's short. Here we go. Yeah. Clean it up. Okay. What's, 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 what's that? Oh, clean it, clean it up. Here, 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 let's get it again. Get it again. Clean it up. <laughs> that's, I, I want to say that's the drunken master. No, that is, I think Wait. we always just called him funny guy. Oh, no, well, the movie. Is oh, it, no, no, it actually, it, it still is. It's still okay, is that's what I thought. I thought it was a different movie. Yeah, Sorry. No. Yeah, all these are from Snake and the Eagles. Yeah, I, okay, I so let me, I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. The game is what is it? So that's like the funny guy. And that's in the beginning where, so Jackie is in a Kung Fu school and Chinese Kung Fu schools, like old schools are like notoriously super strict. And Jackie Chan was the, like the, you know, he was like their little rascal. He always got in trouble. And, mm-hmm. you know, as punishment, he uh, was like wiping the floor down and mm-hmm. he still wasn't doing his job properly. And this was the funny guy who was kind of the boss of the school. Clean it up. Yeah. Such a jerk. Oh, and, and then he I, had that look. They just like, anytime they had that character, that like, yeah. that cliche, annoying, bossy character, yeah. they all looked fucking hella annoying. So annoying. Yeah, yeah, scrawny and like a rat, like a rat-like. Yeah, face. I feel like we watched Nick and the Eagle Shadow at least at least twenty times, like it, in that era, if not more. Yeah, and, it's, um, it's good, man. I mean, it's funny. It's got great characters. The fighting's awesome. The boss is pretty badass. Remember yeah, the boss? the boss is good. He's like a really like badass dude. Yeah. Highly recommended if you like. Yeah. Flicks. Yeah, between that and the two drunken master films, like we really like fell in love with the uh, mm-hmm. old Jackie Chan stuff. And an honorable mention would be Are you sure of that. <laughs> That's <laughs> the fat guy. Yeah, the fat guy for the sure. Fat guy. And right, that, what, uh, uh, honorable mention would be the fearless hyena. That's an honorable mention. Yeah, respect, respect to the fearless hyena. Okay, 
couple more family questions. Here comes family questions. You want to go with, uh, you want to, so Joseph has a question and so does Jenny. Where, where do you want to go first? Uh, let's, let's do Jenny. Okay. <laughs> Hers are awesome. Her, Jenny wants to know, why didn't you know how to turn on the washing machine when you lived with her? Very specific. <laughs> okay. So, so I, I was, I was the spoiled kid amongst the three. I was young. Uh, kind of cute. Uh, cute. Cute little fat yeah. kid. Yeah. They called me baby boy. Mm. Uh, and I was a baby boy at one point. We we're all baby boys, but I was the baby boy. You know I still view you as the baby boy. I was a baby boy. Yeah. I, I was pretty, I was pretty, I was a pretty fat kid and no, and pretty annoying for a while. I don't so think I started losing weight till maybe, I don't know, middle school or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, spoiled. And, you know, my mom loves cleaning and doing laundry. So I never did laundry. I never, ever did my own laundry until like late into, maybe, probably until I got into college. Oh, okay. And because, you know, you live at home. Yeah. They never were like, no, you do your own laundry or, you know, it's, I'm not going to do it for you. It was always, yeah. you have dirty clothes, give it to me. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. And so I think that's what Jenny is. Jenny, is this where you're getting at? I never did my own laundry. So I think when, uh, when I used to live with Janet, when we were renting a townhome, mm-hmm. I think it was still in Panorama City. Uh, uh, I, was, <laughs> I don't remember what the, uh, when this happened, but I probably was just like, I don't know how the fucking work this thing. <laughs> it's like my dad trying to like sign into yeah. this phone. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. I mean, is that something that your mom like t- taught you how to do? Yeah. At do some, you- at some young age, I free de- definitely at least in middle school, if not earlier for me, my mom was like, all right, you're, you're, you're going to do your own laundry from now on. And it was like, just kind of, I don't know. She, she always just gave me chores and did it in a matter of fact way to, to where I was like, all right, I guess I'm, I'm doing it. And so I, I just thought it was normal to know how to do your own laundry. Yeah. And so like, I, I definitely learned in middle school. See, so that's I, awesome. Yeah. And then I, I my, well, it, 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 it was really funny. Cause then I, I got to college in Santa Barbara and so many people in, in, uh, that I knew that lived in, in my dorm would have to drive home to have their that their mom do <laughs> their laundry it was astounding like they like they didn't even have the courage to like ask someone to help them do the laundry because right in the dorms on the first floor was a laundry yeah. laundry room and you, yeah. you could just do it there and they but they were like so intimidated that they were just like they would just let their clothes pile up in the room it was so gross and then they would have to drive home at least once a month um yeah it was awful and i was dumbfounded that people didn't know how to do that dude it's so calm that was me in college i would probably go home every other week from uc irvine to have my mom do my laundry. i never did it i I don't think i ever did it when i was in college it wasn't until i lived on my own where i started being oh this isn't even that hard yeah i I remember jonathan i would see jonathan do it throughout the years and i would always be secretly impressed i was like holy shit jonathan this is a laundry that's pretty sweet dude I was never a chore kid. I never did chores. They never made me do chores. Yeah. And it was weird how I was brought up. It's definitely a sign of privilege, I think. Like, I feel like our parents would laugh at us at how few things, like life skills, we have. <laughs> um, you know, like, um, you know, like 
similar to how I would laugh at my friends for not being able to do laundry. I'm like a terrible cook. Like I, like I can barely cook anything. And so I think for a lot of people, they look at me and like, and they think I'm the, I'm the fool because I don't know how to cook. And I, I would agree. Like, I feel like so many of those life skills that I, I, I think would, you know, probably were basic to learn, Yeah. you know, growing up in the Philippines, um, knowing the difference between sauteing and frying or, or broiling and baking, you know, whatever it is, or knowing how to, build a you know a birdhouse or you know whatever those basic things are that you would learn in like a wood shop class like we didn't get any of that like no. we just because we were so we're so um privileged just growing up in America that like our skills are in stuff that have less life value if that makes sense so yeah. like our skills are in video games or our skills <laughs> are in joking um, around <laughs> joking like joking uh, Humor, yeah, like being right. able to make a, a YouTube video. Like yeah. we, we had those skills, but we, d- we didn't know how to cook. You know what I mean? Right. I literally have, I don't think I've ever seen Jonathan cook something. I literally yeah. don't think I've ever seen that action yeah. from him. And then you see how valuable those skills are because then, you know, the people in our family that do know how to cook are constantly doing it mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. The, the other people don't know how to do it. <laughs> it's fucking, it's, it's wizardry. If anybody yeah. knows the recipe to ice, please uh, email that to me. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Let's put it yeah. Out there. Yeah. The king of ice. Mm-hmm. You know me. We'll establish that. Yeah. Yeah. Can't figure Respectfully. it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. That's, um, that's why Jenny, great. I didn't know how to one. do it. Okay. There. You happy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so Joseph wants to know, why do you keep being asked to be the best man? Like, I think you've been the best man at numerous weddings. How a couple, many? At a couple point? times. I think two. I think I'm set up for three and four, if depending on if a couple close people to me get married. That's, that's a cocky keep- assumption. It's <laughs> yeah. a really. Yeah. So why does this keep happening? Do you think you're the best man? No. No. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm like flattered that yeah. people ask me, but, uh, what was Joseph's specific question? Why do I keep getting asked that? Yeah. Know. Or what? Yeah. What, yeah. Why do you think? I don't know, dude. I mean, look at me. Charming, yeah. uh, funny, you know, buff, super buff, super yeah. tall. Uh, you want, you know, you want my image next to you. Like <laughs> when you're standing up in the altar. It makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Joseph, this is not even a question. Yeah. I mean, your, mm-hmm. your, your other close friends from your childhood are lucky that you didn't know me any longer than you did. That's right. Because otherwise, yeah. I would have been right up there, dude. Yeah. If I, if I would have passed out during my, my wedding, you would have just slid right in because you were the best man and you would have mm-hmm. married Molly. I would have just things- been, yeah, that's yeah, how it works. That's just- how it works, right, in the U.S.? Yeah, it's a conveyor belt. Oh. Yeah, whoever second in line, and you just slide in. Right, the wedding right. continues, right. and you, you go on with your life. So, if like a tsunami somehow yeah. hit right in the center where all the wedding parties and was standing, mm-hmm. and only the yeah. two edge people are left, they have to get married, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know, Joseph. That's just I don't know. I'm just fucking likable, dude. Yeah, Maybe that's why it is. <laughs> I, and I think too, I I, I like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why, but it, it's awesome. I'm glad people ask me. I'm more than happy to do it. Yeah. Um, 
I think some people know too that I'm pretty organized. Yeah. If you need to be I definitely asked. Yeah, I definitely asked you to be the best man just because I knew you you could handle the communication part mm-hmm. of it. You know, talking to the other groomsmen and talking to the, you know, handing out all the cash at the wedding, and that you would give a good speech. And um, but you know what? That's funny. You guys ask, but yeah, you, ask, you talk about speech. I was the best man for my one of my best friends, Alex's wedding. I'll keep I'll try to keep this short, but that's if uh maybe I'll ask this to you when we do oh. a family questions for you, Steve. But I think everyone has moments in their life that they kind of really like they they really cringe about it when they think about what you experienced. When you think about what you went through. Yeah. And that was one of my life moments I still cringe about mm. when I think about how I I I believe I messed up my my buddy's best man speech because I was so drunk oh. when it happened. And when I think about it, I'm still embarrassed. And he has it on film and he shows oh. people sometimes. And I, 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 I run away. I cannot watch it. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Right. It, I was so, I drank a little too much. Yeah. And it was one of those Asian weddings where you, you go to each table to thank, you know, mm-hmm. the people at that table for coming. And I think yeah. traditionally you, you take a shot Oh God! At each and there was a hell of tables. And as his best man, he was like, "Hey, can you take these drinks for me?" I was like, "No problem, dude." Oh, my I don't know God. if that happened before or after. I, I want to assume before, but I really fucked that one up. So I'm glad I you thought mine was great. I, yeah, I was. I was comfortable with that one. I, well, I think we. You know, it's all about time. You know, like. Like you can only do the wedding once. And so like in hindsight, it always makes sense later, but like you want to have the, the speeches, I think a little earlier than people think you want to do things a little earlier. So that, so, so that that doesn't happen. You right. Know what I mean, like do like do all the talking later. Let's get through the speeches now. Yes. While, like maybe, maybe while people are eating still. Yeah. I don't know. I overthought it, but uh, yeah, not, not yours. I, I kept yours yeah. pretty simple and sweet. And that's the way you got to do it. But, yeah. Uh, but Joseph, if for whatever reason you get married again, you know how to call, buddy. Yeah. You know how to call, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Um, I got a couple more. Let's just keep. Oh. Hey, this is fun. This is fun. Okay. This is this is from Malika. Malika wants to know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what are the most important family qualities that you want to pass on to your kids. Like, you know, from the, from the Filipino side, from things that you've learned. Mm, okay. So this is, uh, this, that's a good question. It's a, I, I think, uh, I, I think our family is very, um, confident mm-hmm. in their own ways. And, um, I would love for my children to have that same kind of confidence in themselves and confidence with other people. I think that kind of, kind of gets you to where you want to go, where, whatever choices you make. And, um, Mm -hmm. I think we have, we exude this kind of confidence that I would like to see in my children. I don't want my children to be little pussies. You know, I don't like scared of shit. You know what I mean? I want them to be (laughs) able to make, uh, uh, decisions and be confident about their decisions. I, I think Joseph, uh, even uh, Jonathan, our all our our family is really big on that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, I think the the value of having fun. You know, I think we we we've grown up to have a good balance of 
you know, work and all that bullshit, but also keeping the fun in there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. Keeping, keeping it cool, keeping it funny. Like, uh, and it's not all business all the time. We're not like worried about how much someone makes or what they do or whatever yeah. it is. I think we've, uh, we did a really good job of, uh, of keeping it fun. So yeah, I think that's one, one good quality. Uh, I agree. I'm thinking like big picture stuff, you know, cultural mm-hmm. things. I don't really think about too much, just kind of yeah. characteristics. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I gotcha. Well, it, it does seem like some, some members of, of our family are, uh, are keeping the, the Filipino American culture a little stronger than others. You know, like I've gone sure. full white guy. I'm just, yeah. I'm just whitening it up. Whereas others are like just keeping it real, like, you know, like mixed families living together. Yeah. Uh, you know, J- Joseph has like, a seemingly seems like an, an altar to Manny Pacquiao in his house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I feel like you have like sort of a nice blend of both. Like yeah. you're, you're both keeping it um, American. I'm, but then, I'm you know, way more American than I don't have any close Filipino friends, I would say, other than my cousins. Right. Yeah. But, but, but you do rock and roll with, with a pretty hardcore Asian crew. Just, mm-hmm. just, just Asian American in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're not like yeah, we're just crazy Asians. We're not crazy rich Asians. We're just yeah. My group's a bunch of crazy Asians, but none of them are Filipino. None of my close friends. Yeah. They're either Vietnamese uh-huh. or Chinese or Korean. That's it. That's what I love, man. Yeah. I love I love that uh you uh you, you went to UC Irvine, which is like a real big like Asian American mecca, mm-hmm. University of um, Civics and Integris. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, but it, within an Asian crew, an Asian American crew, it seems like there's always at least one white, white person. Yes. It could be a white, white, white guy or, or a white gal, mm-hmm. someone, but someone who just like really resonates with the culture, but, uh, you know, it's like, but it, it's always like, wait, how did, how, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is there someone yeah. in your group that, that's like, that represents? Yeah, that? I would say my, my, my buddy, Isaac's wife, Leah, mm-hmm. she's like super white. Hi, Leah, if you're listening. Hi. Hi. She's super white. She like grew up in Ojai. That's the whitest city, mm-hmm. maybe the whitest city in Southern California. Did, did, did she grow up like, like I, when I think of Ojai, I think of someone meditating. Like, yeah, is she, is she very peaceful. She is peaceful. She's one with nature. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's but she married this like yeah. funny, this funny Chinese dude. <laughs> she just resonates with with yeah. with, uh, with, with having fun, but also keeping it serious. She, yeah, she loves her Asian food and Asian culture. Yeah. We met at an anime expo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to Japan. I, we're, I'm actually going to Japan along with her and her husband next year. So it works like it's ultra Asian. She's keeping yeah. it ultra Asian. And uh, yeah, you're right. There is always one. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Shout out to the one whitey in the Asian crew. Respect. Respect to that. Okay. So um, I got one more. It's, 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 it's a classic. It's a classic question. It's from my mom. Oh, Jesus. Edna. Hello, Edna. Hi, Hello, mom. Auntie. Yeah. Mommy. Uh, she wants to know. Um, has life been good to you thus far? Wow. That's like, okay, that's a nice question. Yeah. Uh, yes, I would say it's been uh, a very blessed life so far. Yeah. Uh, 
I, you know, do you feel I, like you've lived? Do you feel like you've lived a like like a like a charmed, like lucky life? I think so. Uh, I think I've taken advantage of the opportunities that have been presented to me, right? I, you know, uh, and played my cards right. I, I think after college, I re- that I think after college is when I really took my own individ like independence uh, by its neck and really said, "Fuck you." Yeah. mine uh because you know i i aggressive i started working like immediately after and i had high ambitions um you know i i, I you started was that when you started working for for enterprise no, before that i did door-to-door sales. before that oh, oh, that's right i did door-to-door sales for a little bit and then i did enterprise for five years i went i you know i kind of went up the oh, ladder there door-to-door sales sounds like a nightmare i lost so much weight though just like so much cardio I was like, I could eat anything I wanted. I I lost so much, but it sucked ass. I I was selling Wait, yeah, AT&T so, uh, fiber optic internet. Okay. Okay. So at least that sounds somewhat legit. You know how like so many people come to your door and then like right away you ha- you get a sense like this doesn't feel like yeah. an actual thing. And it's still, even even though I had the, the brand of AT&T back in my yeah. spiel up, it still sucked. I was knocking on someone's door and it was amazing that I would even get people to yeah. say yes. Yeah. So I did that enterprise and now Geico. And, um, you know, I, I, I would say I'm blessed. I, I, I live 100% on my own and I do mm-hmm. my own thing. I've, I bought my own cars and I, I would say, yes, Auntie Edna, it's been, it's been good. I'm not content yet. I want to do more. Uh, uh, but at the same time, I'm trying to keep it fun. I'm not trying to get too crazy about it. I thought that work-life balance is big time. But yes, yeah. I'm. Uh, I try to stay healthy. Uh, I'm. I'm glad that I'm conscious about it. I. I think I'm blessed that I'm even yeah. conscious and thinking about staying healthy, working out, and yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, and I'm surrounded too by. I think we're lucky that we're surrounded by success too. You know, Steve, you've, you've experienced your own amount of success. Uh, Joseph, obviously, and Jonathan has ambitions and goals as well. And I think it's important that I grew up with you guys that are kind of focused on having goals and setting your mind to one thing and doing something about your life versus us (laughs) kind of growing up. Like what if we were just shitty people who like, yeah. What if you still lived in, in Canoga Park? What if I still lived at home? What if Joseph had no ambitions to do anything? We would just be like shitty-ass people, and that could have happened, and we could have just fed off each other, and we're yeah. lucky that didn't like, happen. Yeah, I feel like at that point, like my goal would to, would be to live like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like right. with you guys own a bar and just continue to just be as shitty as possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'd be so terrible. Oh, but I did want to ask. So you were talking about so, kind of old jobs. I know. I'm wondering if you ever got roped into like mid-level marketing kind of I stuff. I did, yeah. Because uh, uh, I've, I, I, yeah, I feel like that's I don't know. At least from my perspective in high school, like all, like a lot of the Filipino guys that I went to high yeah. school with were like they, they all were at one point really big into some companies, Super. and they would be like, "Steve, you gotta come to this thing. Yeah, it's Tuesday night. It's in the back of a warehouse." <laughs> um, yeah, but no. And, 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 and they're like, I'm so excited. I've invested a thousand dollars in this yeah. thing, but I'm going to, I can't believe it. I'm going to be able to 
to uh, to buy my mom a house like they had all these sure ba- like nice you know, cars you know, lamborghinis and shit yeah like basically you know yeah. you know with all these things you get sold a bill of goods yes that you're gonna be able to set up your family for life but you got to get all your friends that come. i can prop steve i could probably do a whole another episode on that chapter of my life on I, mid-level yeah, marketing I, stuff i um after my freshman year of college i quit college to try and do it and my and yeah. my dad was so mad <laughs> he yeah. was so fucking mad yeah and it was called usana i still i still use their stuff today but i don't do the business side of it yeah yeah and i'll try i'll keep it short jr <laughs> keep it short uh but yeah no I, this is good i i i got into it and you know what it, it never like worked out for 98 percent of us it didn't work never. out um and but it it did expose me to i i think it was important in my life because i met a lot of my closest friends through that yeah um and it exposed me to kind of like wanting to reach for a goal not in mm-hmm. that way because yeah. it, it's it's you it's mostly unattainable in that method right uh, but um kind of like taught me to be like hey you know what you can go for shit but not this way but yeah. you can you know, things are possible and you should you should try to strive for something. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things is it taught me. But yeah, fuck, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, like think yeah, Usana is one. I remember. I think Monavi was a really popular. It yeah. was like that that acai drink. Yeah, Monavi, uh, Primerica. That's the insurance one. Herbalife. For, for uh, me, as a kid, as when I was in high school, there was something called like and like I can never explain what it was, but it was something called Gooey Twenty Twenty or. <laughs> Some you know it's always some weird <laughs> gooey gooey yeah, twenty twenty gooey twenty twenty. I think that was one of them. But two by two you know, is one of the original Asian like yeah. LA Asians. Two by two, two yeah. by two. And you show up and you're in like a, a a really janky you know small conference room. Maybe someone's living room. And there's like an old white guy who looks professional and he's giving the presentation and it's super confusing and it doesn't make sense. Right, but everyone's like yeah yeah and so you yeah, can't help but just kind of get caught up and be like yeah. oh, okay i understand but really like i don't understand yeah, yeah. it's very fake the pitch comes yeah it's it, the, but, the the approach to um you know people in their young 20s even like late teens yeah like I, I was probably 15 or 16 yeah, yeah. They, they, they sold dreams but yeah i i personally felt like my friends who were involved were turning into like they were not themselves they were turning into fake people to try to mm-hmm. yeah. sell an image that really yeah it did not exist so i was out yeah. i went back to school mm-hmm. and i finished i still finished within the amount of four years i, I took hella summer courses yeah and i worked full-time at banana republic to make some money to pay some rent yeah and it all worked out totally man congratulations <laughs> yeah well i feel like for a lot of those kinds of things, the real thing to learn is the communication style and the like, yeah. and the, and the goal setting. Yeah. But, but always the actual product is not it. And, right. and, and the inauthentic way of being is like clearly not it. Yeah. Like that's clearly not what you want I, to I do. But, so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. But then, but you know, but just learning 
how to like talk and how to like share, you know, I mean, it's, it kind of, you know, tie, tying it back in with the podcast, like with this podcast, like, you know, talking about it to, to my friends or, 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 or to the family. Like, I think some of those principles that you might learn in one of those things actually comes in, you know, like saying what the, what the intent of what we're doing is, I think helps to, you know, the, the kind of, as you know, Excuse to explain it to like, someone who like who, who's like wait you guys are doing, doing a podcast why are you guys trying to be famous and it's like no here's our intent we want to re- we want to connect with people we want to play games we want to archive stories and the, and it's like that that kind of like streamline can i just record that clip and play it on my phone when someone asks me yeah so just i'll give you snip a that out snip that yeah. out and send that to me <laughs> yeah exactly that that's all it is we're, we're, ha- we're having a good time and we're growing i think we have like uh, on Instagram, we got like 33 followers. Nice. So, hey, it, I feel like so, social media wise, Instagram has definitely been the boon. Twitter, you know, I'm still tweeting a little bit on the, on the at, Filipino, at Filipino Time Pod. Wow, I'm an asshole. I do not follow that. I should follow that. Well, I mean, it's the, the Instagram is better. The Instagram okay. where you can see everything. Yeah, yeah. I've actually, I've really enjoyed drawing again. Like, um, I got to pick know, up a pen. I got to pick up a pencil and. Yeah, we gotta draw these things, man. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Just don't draw right. my Hellraiser dick. Oh, Jonathan, <laughs> if you can draw the Hellraiser dick, we'll put it up on the Instagram. Right. Jonathan, fine. Dude. You know, as far as okay, if I had to rank, if we had to create a power ranking of artists in our family, mm-hmm. it would be very difficult. I would um, say, I would say not so much if I were to to do it. If I were to rank. Okay. Okay, Top what's your three. ranking? What's your ranking? Judge is number one by a lot. I know, it, it, which is crazy because I haven't seen any of his artwork in twenty years, and I remember it being he incredible. He's not trained. He never went to school. It's just natural, pure talent. And I need to go back and find his shit, his art books, because yeah. he his sketches were incredibly detailed and realistic yeah. and. Uh, I, I remember one of it just like an anatomy. Like it was like an anatomy yeah. of someone with no skin. You could see the muscles and everything. Yeah. I feel like he definitely studied anatomy or at least had an anatomy book that he looked at a lot. Yeah. Play, yeah. Playboy? Yeah, for sure. Okay. 100%. We should, I mean, if we ever get him on, like I would love to talk with Judge. That's one of the things that, that yeah, I want to ask him about. It's just like, where where did that artistic skill I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to Seattle tomorrow, but I'm not going to see him. But, uh, <laughs> it, uh, so judge one, and I think now really it's it's can, can mm-hmm. two, um, a, a close, close is Eleanor. She's absolutely really amazing too. Both twins. She doesn't. Incredible. She, Eleanor doesn't uh like post her stuff up, but I you know I lived with them for a while and I would see her art projects and she yeah really good too. Um. And then I think Jonathan. Yeah. Is yeah. Jonathan's very skilled. Really good. And he actually went to art school for a while. School's not Jonathan's thing. Yeah. But art is his art thing. was great. He did. He, he yeah. was really good and he can do a lot of different styles. And um, I would put you next. I would put you right there. Like, like, like it's like yeah. you and Jonathan are both very, very talented. Appreciate it. I, but maybe I, that, that's but one maybe, thing I, are you rusty? Right. I'm super rusty. It's one thing yeah. uh, if you were to ask me, like, what's one thing? Uh-huh. Regret. I think it's regret not 
go like not exploring my artistic skill. I think yeah, big thing. Yeah, my dad's pretty good. Is that weird? See, I, I was gonna ask you. So judge you know, is, is the best. So where did judge get it? Did, did he get it from your dad or did he get it from your mom? I think my dad, there was a weird, uh, there was a point where I would ask my dad to draw silly characters and he would do it. And it was so funny. I wish I really? kept those. Yeah. It was so funny. Can you ask him to do it the next time we see him? Maybe, maybe yeah. he would draw some shit. And, uh, I would love to see un- un- uncle Dong's drawings, Oh my God. but incredible. That's my top. That's All my right. top. Where would you rank me? Because I like to draw, but my 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 skills clearly like <laughs> you know what I, I, plateaued. I, I don't know anyone else's drawing, so I'd probably put you next. But yes. what's cool is your you you're you're consistent and you're not messy. Like your like your drawings are neat and organized, or it's not like a nasty <laughs> shit. So. And your roller coasters are like cool. They're yeah. They're, they're straight. Your yeah. Your loops in proper ways, and you kind of have yeah. this like style yourself. So you're yeah. You're next. You're pretty- yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty good at drawing like st- structures. You know, like um, perspective and buildings and roller coasters. But then I always was, I always really struggled with making a, a face or you know people's bodies. Like everything always looks like a rubber man. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. But those are my skills. Yeah, I mean, okay. if 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 you want, we can post our one-page comics to our. Oh my gosh! Talk about those. I mean, Jonathan has it all in one envelope. It's in his room. But I totally forgot about these. So so these were we 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 used to. Mm-hmm. All right, how did we make these? Did we come up with a theme, or did we just go box by box? Box by box. So what we would do is, we would be like, all right, who wants to? start it okay right. steve you start it you would all you would do is draw the first box right so so if, if we we're working on like an eight by 11 standard piece of paper we would right. maybe divide that into like 12 boxes sure. in like a grid sure you know? it, it just however it flowed yeah so, so so that it looked like a comic strip Correct. sort of and then but we would each take turns drawing a box that's right and, and so we would so i would draw one and then you would have to go off of that and draw this box two. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Joseph box three and Jonathan box four. And, and by the end of the story, it got crazy. And we couldn't, we couldn't see each other's work until the person was done. So <laughs> you had no idea what anything looked like until it came back around. To, back to um, you. Yeah. And it got, it got funny because you, when you're getting close to the end and let's say you were the guy with the last box, <laughs> you'd have to somehow... And you'd have to like end yeah. this dumb ass story somehow because yeah. it's one page comic. It ends at the bottom right, right of the page. So yeah, you have to wrap. Yeah, yeah, you have to wrap up all of, <laughs> all the storylines, all the threads. If there was someone that like walked away in box two, you had to bring them back somehow, or so 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 that 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 story wrapped up. Let's ask. So I, let's ask Jonathan to. Um, I don't know if we could scan, scan those. Or something. Yeah, or just take a photo with it. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't. He has a smartphone now. For a long time, he resisted, but I think he actually has a smartphone now. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God bless him. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up. Um, yeah. This this has been a fun uh, podcast. I think so. We're gonna do these from time to time, just checking on how we're doing. Sure. And um, please, if you're listening, please 
please, my beg of you, please follow us, please. Mr. Long, please. Mr. Long. I gotta find it. Here he is. Mr. Long. Yeah, we're talking to you, Mr. Long. We want you to follow us at Filipino Time Pod. We're on Instagram and it's popping off. It's really fun. We uh, we made a little video of uh, Jenny on episode six told a story about her Victorian dream house. And I was like mm-hmm. just bored one night and I made a little fun video. I think we can sort of do more of that. We can kind of get creative with it. Mm-hmm. And we have all of our drawings. We'll be adding up more. Yep. Yeah. Nope. And please nope. continue to rate and review the show. If you listen on iTunes, just just give us five stars. We appreciate it. Yeah. Give us five stars. Write a funny comment. Right, Try to make yeah, us laugh. Yeah. If the comment's funny enough, we'll read it. I promise. And if if, if you're if you follow us on Twitter and you want you want to ask us a question. So for instance, say you're not in the family and you don't have our number, which is ridiculous. You you for sure know us. Hashtag you know us. You should just submit a question via Twitter. Hashtag Filipino Time Pod and we'll read your question. If you want to if you want to clarify something dumb that we've said. If right. you want to Make fun of us. We'll block you, and but then we'll read. We'll read the, and then we'll block your ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, that's about it. Anything else before we close up? Oh, that's it. Bye. Do you want to die? I've got homies and essays, and these are my pros. Are you talking a bunch of shit about Rico's high flow?